0: Take a knee, take a seat, grab a brew, and listen in. This is the Reorg Podcast. And here we are for the first episode of my Podcasters miniseries. What I've done is I've spoken to several podcast hosts and got them on to just talk to them, talk to me, talk to you guys about their podcast and what it offers and, you know, where it started, why it started and where it's going. And my first episode, I've got the host of HL podcast, Hugh Kia, as many of you all know. Um, so I won't go in any further. And here we go.
1: Hi, my name is Hugh, host of the Hour podcast.
0: All right, Hugh. Thanks for coming on, mate. Again, um, you know, this is only a shorter episode, but just wanted to touch base and get your get a background about the HR podcast, you know, and how you started it, et cetera. But before I do, just a little background about yourself, mate. What uh, what unit you serve? How long and um, operations, etc. Right.
1: Thank you for inviting me back on, buddy. Appreciate it, and to see um, where your podcast has been going, strength to strength. So, thank you very much always nice to get a chance to spend five minutes with you um yeah my background so i i served 11 years with three para i joined in 2000 so 21st century paratrooper uh like the sweet spots at the golden time of operation i think you want to call it that the golden time or the nightmare time so i deployed to uh but i'll go in chronological order northern ireland in 2001 uh, then I went in 2002 for four months on the Roman Infantry Company to the Falkland Islands. 2003, out to uh, Iraq, the Gulf, the Gulf War II, if you want to call it that, Optelic like 1. Uh, 2004, back to Northern Ireland. 2005, back to Iraq. 2006, Operation Herrick 4, uh, Afghan. 2007, they let us have a break that year, we had a break, it's nice. 2008 back to Afghanistan, uh, op uh, 2010 stroke 11, Afghan again, uh, and then I was out,
0: done about six months after coming back. Fair enough, I mean, you've done enough then, done enough. And then, um, I mean, you know, if you look at those tours compared to my half a tour, because I'm a biff, but, um, so and then so just want to start on your HR pocket. When did you think about starting that?
1: Uh, I was it was it was 2018. 2018? Yeah, it was early 2018. I think from the from the moment I had the thought of a podcast like that, it was within probably eight weeks that we started it. I had I had ideas for a podcast before, about a year or two before. I don't know why where that came from. I don't know where that came from. And actually, I actually started a previous podcast. And I'm going to do it again. I'm going to definitely do it again because I really like the idea. It just never went anywhere. Um, Recording one episode, episode one was with my dad, and it was called Colonizing Mars, right? Mm-hmm. I won't go into the aim of it, but it was just crazy. We recorded it in his shed in in, in South Wales. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was an England podcast in there. But the reason HR came about was because. I was going through. um, I had been going through for a long time a difficult, difficult patch mentally. As builders downstairs, if you can hear that side, Um, and throughout my time since I left, it was I I just I was constantly learning things as a sibby. That I thought, man, if I I wish I had known about this before. This has been communicated to me before. I would have made better decisions. I would have understand things a bit better in general, not just about mental health, but the profession. The CP world, security world, um, all, all sorts of stuff. Um, but the biggest one was on the mental health side. I, I didn't I I felt like I'd learned a lot about my mental health and why it got to the stage that it did. And I wanted to communicate that information to people who were at the start of of what could potentially be a journey down the path, which could be avoided if they understood their mental health a bit better. But you can't preach to people. That kind of stuff, Dave. You know, you can't go in and say, "Hi, guys. Have you thought about meditation? Have you uh, considered the benefits of getting outside regularly, or improving your diet?" You can't, you know, mm. all that floppy stuff. So, what I did was thought of a podcast exactly copy Joe Rogan, uh, who just gets people and he's interested in chats to them, and knowledge and experience comes out in those conversations in a normal, pal- palatable way. Yeah. And,
0: I mean, you I can- learned shed load that way, so that's why I did it. Some of the guests you've got on with the fact you had Dr. Gordon, Dr. Gordon on, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah Dr. Mark Gordon or whatever, fucking, you know, to be able to speak to someone like that is pretty, pretty good. Where did the, um, where did the HR, obviously for people, if you just want to explain HR to people who uh civvies and don't know the idea, and then is that, is there a reason you chose HR for yourself? Oh, the term, the name? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, there was people think it's Hugh Hour. It's not. It's not Hugh Hour. That's what it came, it's not. It's all civvies think that. And in fact, people who are military and know the term Hour think, oh, yeah, he chose that also because his first name's Hugh. It's not the case. When, <laughs> when I started the podcast, it was two of us, it was myself and a co host, Jared Cleary, who was who serving me in three power as well. Um, uh, so, uh, it, yeah, it's got nothing to do with Hugh Hour. H-hour, for anyone who doesn't know the term, it's it, it, describe it as an hour. It's an hour, the hour a battle starts, the time a battle starts. It's the way of referring to the time a battle starts without actually having to say the time. So you say, hey, chow, you know what you're talking about. Same as D-Day is the day a, a battle or an operation or an action is going to start.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine, mine was similar to yours. Mine was the reorg. Obviously, after I started the podcast, I didn't I didn't actually know about, like, the reorg organisation, of charity, real charity. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I've stolen their name. <laughs> but um, mine was, again, for, for civvies you don't know, the reorg is, you know, it's the six-section battle drill. <clears throat> it's the six-section battle drill. Yeah. And that's why I did it. And re-org, reorg about the mental health. I may have fucked up a bit, but... Um, how, how did you find, when you first started it, uh, how was it to get it going? Set it up and and all that stuff do you know what i th- it was it was i th- i found it a pretty smooth
1: process i think uh well no i did i did the, the hardest part was finding someone to record it because for some reason then i had it in my head that i need i needed a studio i wasn't going to do podcasting from home mm-hmm. which which i know now would be a completely viable option you know we're doing this now on zoom you're doing you know you've done i've done one in in your home you know with a with a microphone sat in front of us and the audio quality is absolutely fine for some reason i wanted studio, so the hardest part was finding the studio um and then the second part was thinking oh my god am i going to fund paying for a studio four times a month which is what i wanted to do one one episode a week hmm. um but in terms of the actual the actual structure of it i, I had a template to follow like i said i, I was i was complete i've completely copied Rogan in the format so I knew that, okay, in my head, to be the most successful podcast, <laughs> I'm going to need to do an introduction at the start like this, like rock and, you, know, then have the body and then have the, and then have the, uh, the end. But I think there was a commitment I needed to make to myself, which I did before the first episode, and that was, okay, if you're going to commit to being a completely honest and open podcast where there's no editing, there's no cutting. And there's no toe in the editorial line. I'm being completely open to what you're hearing as well. The ideas people have when they come on, you may not agree with. Um, or if a subject comes up like mental health experience or like something else, which I at that point would have been afraid of discussing publicly because of the way people might receive me when they hear about some of those stories or whatever. If I'm completely open and honest about going in I have to be completely open and honest too can't mm-hmm. I, sure, I can't shy away from subject matter then that means that the podcast will will be at the very least honest and true and that mean and that for me give, gives it all the credibility it needs because at that point as well I was just getting a real dis- dissatisfaction with mainstream media I just and the way journalism is going and stuff like that. I just, I just felt a need for open, honest dialogue where people mm. aren't wrong about annoying their sponsors, annoying their funding and getting canceled. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then how did you, how was it perceived around you? You know, the people around you, did they, did they like it? And it was a good idea for you. Oh, that's a good question, mate. That is a good question. If I'm honest, I don't think
1: I went and sought feedback. If I'm honest. I did. I didn't. Cause I, probably like yourself, when I get an idea, I'm like, that is the best idea, it's the greatest, and that is right, I'm doing it, and uh, yeah, I'll listen to some of your feedback, I ain't going to listen to it, I ain't going to pay mm-hmm. attention <laughs> I remember I, I, I obviously told the missus, um, and she's really supportive, she didn't have an issue with it, she's like, okay, I think she thought, hmm, what's he going to be talking about, What what is this all about, where is this going to lead? Um, Jared, I, See, Jared did the first 10 episodes, but I think only because I pressured him into it. <laughs> you know, I, I think he was just going along with it because I asked him to. Yeah. You know, good mates and, and uh, he trusts me most of the time. Uh, I, like, I gave him a couple of beers before I like, convinced him to do it. <laughs> so, in fact, I think it was a week before that first conversation, before having the conversation with Jared and then recording the first podcast. But, yeah. Yeah. The missus are supportive. I don't think I told anyone else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And but that, when you first
1: felt as you... a leap of faith. When yeah. you when you when you record the podcast and then you you know simple things like accept the Facebook page and yeah. then you drop the first podcast and people who don't know anything about what you're doing.
0: Oh mate, I've just lost you. I've lost you. Stop doing this. podcast, put the stuff out there. You're right. Yeah, I just lost you for a bit. A little bit. Oh my bad. Yeah, you're back now. Where did you lose me what uh, about sending in the first uh, Facebook page page out, and... yeah,
1: and dropping the first podcast, and people who yeah. got no idea, you know, you, you put your balls out there. It's like anything public like that.
0: Yeah,
1: you just you just feel like you're exposing yourself, and there's going to be haters. It's going to, and you you get worried about what people are saying that you can't even say in the homes mm. to the to the groups of mates that you are part of. Guys who are still serving, who see, you, you here's dropped a fucking podcast, what? what what's a podcast <laughs> what's yeah. doing? necky necky 12 yeah you know what i mean it's yeah. uh that was the hardest part i mean that. i
0: still remember i still remember mine mate when i <laughs> because i did my first episode with with luke morrison and he prematurely because i was like i created a page and an instagram account first but like kept it private didn't didn't add anyone because I was like, oh, I'm going to sort sort it out in my head. And then all of a sudden, he posted on Instagram, oh, go follow this. And I'm like, no, I don't want anyone knowing yet. And then people are like, obviously, then I started to add people from it. And then people were like, who the fuck's this? And then then I was like, I had to on my own. I'm like, look, it's HP, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is just something I've started. But yeah, that first, I remember that first episode dropping it. I was just like...
1: Well, the thing is, is that the key to... When you when you start anything, when you start a business, you start a podcast. When you under, when you undertake anything in which you need to get attention to get momentum, you know, like a business. Let's say you you end up with a a flipping nail shop. You got you sell something online. You carve in wooden filters or whatever. It needs to get attention for people to know about it to, to sell. Podcasts need to get attention for people to know about it. People start listening, and then word of mouth. Other people start listening or watching. And the key to that initial momentum the the best most the the most likely people to support you are your friends and family and they're also the most likely people you're you are flapping about what they think but you have to just fire out there this is what I'm doing your support is going to help this grow I want it to grow let's see where it goes please help me and if they don't cool you know and a lot of people won't you know if they think you if you think if they think any less of you because you're doing something like that then they're morons yeah you, know, you have to take advantage of that that pool of people that are at your fingertips already especially family especially
0: family yeah. one of one of the things that i find great like a challenge in my head i like to do shit that no one else that i know has done so for stuff like this this is when i started the podcast i was like i don't know anyone else in my you know close vicinity you know immediate friends and family that started this i don't even know anyone in my you know extended so that that's for me was something i was like oh you know fuck yeah like what's the worst that could happen yeah exactly you know, yeah. and um, i try to talk to interesting people so i don't have to say too much <laughs> but um
1: yeah yeah i try and do the same and the other thing there is it's a really good point is when you do something that no one else is doing it that's like a cliche it inspires other people to do something different, yeah. Maybe it's the same thing as you're doing. I mean, look how many look how many podcasts are about it these days. I same mean, just a million podcasts. There's, there's loads of them, and they're mega. You know, great, great. The more, the merrier. Hmm. But there wouldn't have been any of them if they wasn't if like the, the the first
0: the first one started. That- yeah, yeah. Whereas well, that's that five minute mile or the four minute mile saying, isn't it? No one would have broken it yeah. until someone broke it. What's the um. Since starting it, what have you found is your biggest challenge while doing the podcast?
1: Oh, good question. That is biggest challenge. Biggest challenge while doing the podcast. Um not being too hard on yourself, being too self-critical. So you, when we're talking, I say we I'm talking about the Royal, you and me, when we do our podcasts there are points where we express an opinion or we say something or we, uh, uh, we yeah, we, say, we express an opinion or ex- express or tell a story and get something wrong mm. or, you know, or show a, a, a lack of knowledge where you just had a brain fart mm. and then later on you Let's take the opinion for example. Down the line, your opinion may change, or you may come off that interview. I certainly have, especially the knowledge bomb ones, like you mentioned with Doctor Gordon. I'll come off and think, "Oh my god, what I said, what I've been saying, two or three podcasts before, six months before, a year Mm. before—that's bullshit. Mm. That—that what I said in episode whatever—that's not correct. But you have have to live with that because it's out there. That episode's out. I can't go back and change it. Mm. Know that it's there, just little things like that. Um, I remember, I remember, and another one, I remember being on a podcast and we were talking about, we had an MFC up, you know, a water fire controller. Um, and he was talking about Bravos and Alphas. And I, I, in that podcast, I'm like, What well, explain what an Alpha does? Explain what a Bravo does. I didn't have a clue, mate. I came off the podcast, and I was thinking, What am I talking about? All the knowledge came back to me. What was I talking about? I know Alvin bravo. I did. I bravoed. I bravoed a bit in Afghans, like, What happened there? It's like that embarrassment, fact. But you can't, you can't, you can't dwell on those mistakes mm-hmm. or those opinions that have changed over time. Because that's what happens in real life, right? You know, um, you see the thread being woven through from opinion all the way through, which mm-hmm. changes, whereas most people won't. Unless, unless they listen to every single episode from one to one hundred fifty two now, one hundred fifty two, which there are a few, but there's not many.
0: I mean, well, you know, as you say, in that is one of one of the things for me was when we did me and you did the episode, you came on mine before interviewing you. I was very much in uh, my opinion on. Suicide. People trying, you know, thinking of taking their own life or not, you know, not reaching out for help, etc. I was like, just reach out, and it was only when speaking to you and you, you know, you in your your story and your story of your friend as well that changes to this day has changed my opinion massively on it and how I view view the world and how I view what they they are thinking. Excellent. Mm. So you learn. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Mate.
1: Glad to hear it. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Um, yeah, my, well, I, my my opinions and stuff change all the time because one of the things podcasts cause it to do cause it to do. I think our kind of stuff that we do, you know, we you you you're getting stories out of people, emotional stuff, which are thought provoking. They cause me to think in depth more about what I think and why, hmm. and so I'm just more. Developed in my understanding of certain topics that I wasn't before, I would just pay lip service to. Mental health, as an example, my my perception of it constantly changes, constantly evolves. You know, um, which is mega. Like we're at an advantage. I think we are. We're lucky to be able to, Mm. or decided to do what we do. Even though it's incredibly time consuming, also
0: incredibly valuable. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm 21 episodes in now, but you know, everyone I've spoke to is just it's been an honor to talk to and I've learned, you know, you know, speak, listen to your story. There's other, you know, other people, Lawrence Kay's story. It's like you're just like, my head has been blown a lot of times by what people, you know, and the stuff that people have gone through and carry on and, you know, are still here today to tell the stories of. It's just fucking yeah. mind boggling. Yeah. What's your, um, what's your greatest moment <clears throat> on the podcast or your favorite? or not, if you if you can't pick one, what are the collective of favourite moments?
1: Favourite moments. Can I rephrase that? Memorable moments. Yeah, there we go, go I, for that. I changed the question you're asking me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't, I don't like having a favourite. No, like
0: no, yeah, let's go memorable.
1: Um, Memorable, Mickey, Mickey Yule. Well, episode number one, Jordan Wiley. It, was, yeah. it just went, it went really well. I was surprised at how the interview went. It went quite smooth and, and Jordan was mega to talk to. Uh, then episode 55, which is a guy called Mickey Yule. Mickey yeah. Yule was a high risk search advisor. He's a double amputee. He's now a Paralympic powerlifter. Yeah. Went to Tokyo. Um, God, it makes me well up thinking back the way he was talking. When I mean, the bloke's got his voice where you could he could pick up a, like a shampoo bottle and read the ingredients of the shampoo bottle, but his voice is he's a jock and his voice yeah. is that brilliant Scottish, he could talk through it and you'd be like, oh my god, what happened next? What's the <laughs> next ingredient? And you couple that with his story is i mm. and he's so open and honest about what he said. There was a moment where he said the only reason, the only reason he he power lifts now. Uh he does, trains like he trains to achieve what he's trying to achieve, which is Olympic glory. I think he's just mm. kind of in Tokyo, actually.
0: Yeah, he was in Tokyo, Because
1: yeah. his son, he doesn't want his son to go into school and be and be the subject of, oh, that's, I can't remember his son's name, it says, let's say it's Joey. Oh, that's that's Joey. Joey's dad's, a, Joey's dad's a disabled, a poor old war veteran. He doesn't want his son to be that boy. Mm. He wants his son, Joey, to be in there and, and then to be like, that's Joey. And his dad is a fucking animal. And he is. That, that's literally what you like, say. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Because he's not doing it for himself. It's like mm-hmm. two sides to it. It's like, man, that's mega. But also it's like what well, he, he, yeah, it was, it was a it was a tough moment that one. I oh, literally, I was oh my god, I achieve it? that's my favorite. That's I tell you a lie, I have got a favourite. I think that's my favourite podcast. I have all right. Sorry, all of the other 147 episodes. <laughs> favorite because of that reason. He's yeah. just a legend. He's just a legend. Yeah. Um, and the way he tells a story. You think know, he's the best storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best one. Um, and then, you know, other memorable moments, I think, uh, the, the medical ones, the mental health ones, Dr. Mark Gordon, Mandy Bostwick, mm. traumatic brain injury stuff. Mm. Uh, and then, yeah, that, 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 that's that's it, really. I think it's the, the emotional ones that stick with you. Yeah, and it's the ones you never expect. You don't, you yeah. don't expect you got an emotional whirlwind like that. Yeah. Hell, man. I did one with Nikki and uh, Nick
0: Dunn.
1: Yeah. And it was when Jared was still hosting, and um, it was myself and Jared in the studio with Nick Dunn there talking through his story, right. We only had two hours booked for the studio, normally an hour and a quarter per episode, right? We've gone well over two hours. Jared's missus is, stood, is sat off camera because they're going to dinner after. The studio engineer is uh, sat there as well. Um, Buzz, mega. Shout out to We were all crying. Like everyone is crying, mate. Me and Jared are crying. The sound, the sound engineer is crying. Jared's missus is crying. As Nick Dunn is like two hours into his story. We're in shit state. Absolute shit state. And the stereo I looked at Baz and said, mate, are we all right? Like looked at him because we've gone over time. We mm. like we're now into unpaid for time. And he was just looked at me see us in like, yeah, don't worry about it, mate. Keep going. We can't like we can't stop this. We can't stop talking. Mm-hmm. And Nick done talk point.
0: But yeah, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Still a moment. <laughs> mate, That's good. I mean, you, you know, again, you're fortunate. I always like to people always say luck and you know you're lucky and stuff i never I never see that I think you're fortunate in what you've done because you've got yourself you're the one who started the podcast so you're not lucky you spoke to people you're fortunate and you you because you've put yourself in that position to get to listen to these stories and go through it That's the way I look at it,
1: yeah, yeah, but we're too humble to admit that maybe.
0: yeah. <laughs> What um? What do you see in the future for HL podcast? There's not.
1: I've been thinking about this a lot recently. Um, you know, it's growing itself organically. A listener base, viewer base. I'm happy with that. It gets it gets good feedback. as there's more people are reaching out and say it's just just everything is increasing the way I want it to increase. Maybe not. You all want it to increase like you all want to be the massive thing now. But it isn't is it, is it that may never happen what it may never be massive but as long as that growth is there it means that people are still interested so i don't really want to change what i'm doing but, but what i do want to do is i want to go down what i'm going to, what I'm going to call knowledge not avenues like knowledge streams which will be imperceptible to the listener, the viewer and unless you get a well they are imperceptible but what i mean is so i've done I started at first with the traumatic brain injury subject. I had Mandy Bosley on, yeah, you know, the British um, specialist psycho mm. uh, trauma psychologist, uh, psychotherapist. I was my first in TBIs. Then I got Dr. Mark Gordon on, which is next level down. Okay, it's got a little bit more in depth on that subject. Had Andrew Marr on the Green Beret, who's part of that as well. So that's exactly the knowledge stream. Gradually, just slowly increase my knowledge more in depth about the subject and in scope, and take and take listeners and viewers who are interested in that with me, because they'll have listened to the Manny Bostick episode. They'll listen to us. Let's go with me. And so I want to do that in things that I'm really interested in: psychedelic, psych, psychedelic use, uh, psychedelic research, psychedelic therapy for treatment of uh, mental ill health. That's, that's the next knowledge stream. It's starting up. Um, and these will be over a period of time. The podcasts will be dotted in like they are in any, any area. Uh, like it, it's like, they'll be dotted in as they are now. So, you know, the, the three traumatic brain injury podcasts, I've done they're randomly dispersed from number 99 to where we are now. I'll, yeah. I'll schedule Adam when, but I've just got to focus there. And those streams, they're true. You, al- you
0: could almost do it like, you know, like Joe Rogan does. Joe does he brings on random guests, but he also sticks with his comedians that come on. That can be your sticking with your normal type of guests, your your veterans on them, you know, in the middle or whatever, your normal set structure. And then you can plot a kind of pattern in there with learning in between.
1: Yeah. That's almost too structured for what I want it though. Yeah. So I'm like, my, 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 my only rule is I talk to people who I'm interested in. Mm. I get, I mean, and who... Are able to hold a conversation because some people they're not cut out for speaking publicly, right? Yeah. Says the key, the king mumbler here. Okay. Um, so talk to people I'm interested in, you know. And what that does there is it keeps me honest in why I'm getting people on. You know, Mm because as as the podcast grows and gets bigger, and as my network increases, you'll notice as well as your network increases, you get access to people who you would otherwise have thought not possible. Um, I had Nigel Farage on. Do you know what I mean? It's like fucking hell. <laughs> One. Wh- wh- well, how did that even happen? And I li- even think that now. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, but you can end up getting caught in the trap of having people on, or yeah, having people on simply because they've got a following, or simply because they can give you a lot of exposure. Yeah. Um, and that y- you don't want to be doing that. Because it becomes bullshit. Mm-hmm. It becomes, the conversation will be stale. It'll be terrible. Um, because you're not you're not you're not talking to them because you find them interesting. You're talking to them because of what you can get out of them. Mm-hmm. That's not knowledge. That's just exposure. Wrong way to go about it. Yeah.
0: But
1: that's not me saying, oh, I, I I could have a celebrity every week if I wanted. I, I can't. It's few, The opportunity is few and far between. So there have been opportunities that have come up, and I've initially said, yeah, let's do it, and then I thought. Mm. do I do I read am I really doing this for the right reason? Hmm. Because it's not. And that includes like, you know, I say celeb I mean high just high profile people, including the military. There's this the you know that the the, the SAS who EDS wins types and people like that. Got opportunities there, or had opportunities along the way, and I think I'm only doing I'm only doing this. I'm get only to get yeah. because exposure. And that's not, that's not, I'm not talking about all of them. It's specific, Yeah, you know, specific, mm. specific personalities, should we say, why right? It's like, God, man, I really have to evaluate why mm. you've got to keep yourself true. it's a difficult thing to do because everyone wants attention. If you're a podcast, you want all the attention you can get. Mm. And if you've got a mega guest, then, well, let's do it. Or well, no. But then you bullshit yourself and you bullshit the listener. And the listener will know. They can tell when you are interested in the conversation when you're not. It's obvious. It's obvious because they listen to all... A proper fan will listen to most of the episodes. They know exactly when you're bullshitting, when you're not. They know when you're doing a, a laugh and you're not really laughing, you're just laughing because you need to think you laugh at the guest. They know when... They know your personality. know you inside yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and you've got to be conscious of that all the time.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's one thing I've always... You know, not always, I mean, I'm only 21 episodes in, but one thing for me is always I'll try to... Like, I've never been one to try and get the celebrity soldier on or anything like that. It's all about, I want to get the normal story, the ones that aren't going to get heard, because there's so, you know, this fucking... God knows how many in your unit or people that you've come across in the military.
1: Well, the interesting thing about talking about celebs and non-people is that if you go in there with the attitude of... I ain't going to ask the normal shit. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to ask what everyone thinks they want to ask or talk or get them to talk about that same story they've told a million times. And I want to try and get to what you haven't heard, you know, get to the pieces of their life or their experience that they've not told that are interesting nonetheless to you or to me, but not to the general public. So those haven't been told that, that's, that's, you know, that's, the key with those kinds of people, because again, if you get them on and you ask them the same old shit everyone's heard before, then
0: it's what, what service
1: you do you and What's listening? Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. think of, you think of. I mean, let's look at the, let's look at Foxy. You know, of of I say, wins. Guaranteed, most of the podcasts, the most of he's ever done, they're all down the same line. All down the same line, same shit. He just asks the same questions. But that bloke, will have. Awesome experiences, not just in the military, but outside of that, awesome, you know, knowledge that you can contribute. Story you can you can tell us the story the spinning on, they just haven't been exposed yet because he hasn't had the opportunity. Do you know what I mean? That's mm. an example. Mm. And and the people who, are, who will be able to draw those things out of him are the ones like yourself and myself and other with a similar background. We mm. speak the same language he speaks. You can get him comfortable and you can get him to spill his guts that he hasn't build yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think well, that, I, don't you know. Know. Well, I, I might be mean, wrong about it. I've not met him yet. I him.
0: <laughs> but I mean that's that's again that is one of the reasons why I started the, the podcast myself is to I wanted to speak to be, get people I you know your your type don't you? You know you know you know what it's gonna take to get someone like yourself to talk. It's not gonna get you sitting with a doctor it's not going to get some random person it's going to get someone who's been through similar experiences and they can share the similar experiences otherwise you're just going to struggle to open up and then so I was like well if I show myself if I open myself up then it will allow other people to you know to do it themselves because there's been people who've come on and you know they've finished the episode like I didn't think that was ever going to come out of me but it did you know Dan, Danny Simpson when my last guest number episode 21 he was he finished it. He was like, I I came to the episode not wanting to say those things, but I did, and they came out. Not that he didn't regret saying it. He was like, I didn't know if I was ready to tell that story. And he did. Um, and that's all, I think, the really, you know, coming from a person who's been in similar experiences and you know, similar background.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One of the one of the best pieces of advice that I've only recently being exposed to and thought, for God's sake, why didn't I read that or hear that or get told that from episode number one? I can't, I can't even remember where I heard it or where I read it. But it, it's basically in I, I've had podcasts and you may have as well where they can be quite stop starty And or you finish the podcast and you go, oh, I did I, I did that could have been better. something it wasn't quite right. It could have been better. I didn't get the impact I wanted to have out of that. Um, and the advice that the advice I read or whatever it was recently, we're talking last five or six weeks was ask questions on feelings, focus on feelings. Hmm. So not what happened next, but, Hmm. you know, ask, ask a question that's going to bring out the emotional side of it because it's like an open question. And plus when, when you invite, when you invite the interviewer, interviewee, or interviewees to talk about their feelings—it opens Pandora's box completely, and that's where they, because then they have to think about their feelings, which they rarely do, and they start thinking about stuff and remembering stuff that hadn't previously remembered and wouldn't necessarily come out in the podcast. But yeah, feelings—I literally—it's in my head every time. About
0: feelings, feelings, feelings. So, have you have you ever listened to the high performance podcast? No, is I. I would recommend listening to that. Jake Humphrey is the host. So he's the one who does sky sports and all, all that good stuff. But he, the way he talks and the way he asks you questions, you're like, like that, that changed my life. Like it didn't change my life. It changed the way I look at podcasts by listening to him because he's like, so the way you were talking, like, right. So you're 13, you know, your parents have just split up, you you've decided to take you know, what, what may, gave you that drive to then carry on into the sport or whatever like that? That's how he would answer the questions. You're like, fucking hell, that is a good way yeah. to answer, ask a question. He's a pro. Yeah, mate. <laughs> it, well, that's why he's on Sky Sports and fucking on telly. But he's really... Yeah. that. Yeah, I would listen to them, mate. You know, even they've got so many do, good people yeah. on. But
1: um, I, will do, I will do definitely, yeah. yeah. Jake Humphrey.
0: Oh, Jake Humphrey, yeah. yeah. Right, before yeah. we go... Is there any top secret goss coming in, or top, you know, guests you've got lined up that you can spill the beans?
1: Definitely um, got my schedule in. <laughs> uh, I got well, no, I mean, I've got major ones. Let's think. Jody Jody Kid has been on the uh, fucking trying to get podcast with Jody Kid. It's breaking me, like. Her email admin is shocking. She's <laughs> <laughs> trying about a year, meant to record that at the end of October. She's an example of, um, of uh, I got introduced to her for the podcast. For the podcast, I never asked, someone else asked on my behalf, and she said, Yeah. And I was okay. like, What? There's one of those of what, you know, that's mega, but also, what the fuck am I going to talk with Jodie Kidd about <laughs> on, on this podcast? I, I went and met her, I'm chat. I mean, a chat. it's like, Yeah, mega. Um, so she's. In the pipeline, it's supposed to happen at the end of October, beginning of November, but it'll probably be early next year. Um, I got Don Nichols on Monday, in the studio on Monday, uh, who's a ex, Reg, and he's a he's a security and defence correspondent for Telegraph. I think that's what he does. Mega dude, um, and did some other sneaky beauty stuff as well when he was serving. Um, I've got a lady called Grace Blessed Hopley on on uh, in mid December. She is a, she's the, the head researcher at the Heroic Hearts Foundation, who mm-hmm. are at the forefront of researching psychedelic drugs for treatment of mental health, particularly amongst ex-military. They're in America and in the UK. Flipping awesome organisation. Um, she's on, on the 16th. They're my two that stick in my mind at the moment. Uh, which are going to be good. I'm really looking forward to those. And on, on Monday coming, I've got another podcast dropping. Which is one five two, and that is Andy Furness, founder of Templar Gin. He's got co-founder of Templar Gin, co-founder of Amber Tiger, but he did like 23 years across the RAF and the Navy. He was a, a loading and, and a gunner on, um, on on helicopters. Yeah. Did eleven years with seven squadron RAF, which is the special forces flight. Mm-hmm. Really interesting competition. Fun. Yeah, it's good some good dits yeah. now. That that yeah. can Yeah, it's a good guy. Oh.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to them. And again, thanks for coming on, spending and giving me your time and discussing your podcast, mate.
1: No worries, mate. It's mega thing that you're doing. Give me the other podcast air tape. Quality is some, yeah. some awesome ones out there. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Have oh, a Merry yeah. Christmas.
0: Yeah, you too, well. <laughs> All right. That was episode one of my little podcasters mini series. Next episode will be the host of the Grappling with a Physio podcast with Paul Grennell Um, yeah really enjoyed that one as well hope you guys enjoyed these and if you do leave me some feedback Uh, always always happy to hear any Uh, until next time lay low move fast and stay safe and I'll see you then